Hello, how you doing? This is Kalisa, this is Kalisa Exists, episode three. I know, we've made it to episode three. I mean, I've made it. Well, you have, if you've kindly been listening to every episode. Um, I'm still off work, still on holiday, um, and I'm basically recording this, I realised, to justify being lazy the rest of the day. <laughs> Today, I mainly sat in an armchair and uh, dozed off in between... 1970s Christmas specials, uh, which I watched with my mum. More kind of wise, to be honest, which I love, you know, I love all that stuff. Um, I did watch a bit of Coronation Street with my mum because, you know, um, <laughs> I'm visiting. So, I, you know, it's about spending the time, even if to watch things that are excruciating. But um, <laughs> it wasn't too bad. Um, I do find those shows interesting, though, how people you know, soaps, people get so absorbed into them. Um, you know, there's been many stories of like people who've been abused because of something their character did in an episode. And I guess it's weird because it's not like a lot of the actors aren't like normal actors and they go and do other stuff. A few of them do. Um, but mostly, you know, you get these people who've been playing one person for 40 years. Like... I would imagine. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, for 40 years, how do you know who you are anymore? Like, <laughs> it must be a time when you're like, am I, am I, which is real, the soap or what I was before the soap? I don't know. And of course, Danny Dyer, um, the spiritual king of all of England, um, has, uh, he's in EastEnders now. I was like, I think every, I know it's EastEnders, so they have, they're like, well, we need a Cockney hard nut. But I think every soap needs a Cockney Hunter. I was thinking about Art the Archers, you know, the radio drama, which is, you know, more tame than a lot of them. You know, I think they only had their first, um, like, affair <laughs> in the show a couple of years ago. And it was still very middle class, you know. It was very much, it wasn't like a drunken, like, up against the wall um, sort of shag or, a uh, you know, in the in the back of a shed. Uh, it was like, <laughs> it very much, yes, let's have an affair. Have a 2.30 in um, in my holiday home. Yes, okay, 2.30, very, very. We will have some extramarital sex. Okay, thank you. Uh, but yeah, I was thinking of the Archers, you know, Jason Statham. I mean, that'd be great. It's like one of the, if you don't know it, it's like Farling, I guess. I think, I don't know if this is true. They created the Archers. During World War Two, to encourage people to grow veg or something. Um, so yeah, Jason Statham in the Archers, you know. <laughs> um, I'm raising cows, Jermaine. Jermaine, I've got two cows. One was pregnant. I put my fist right up, right, right up the cow, and I pulled it out. I pulled that baby cow out. My crops, you, you fuck with my crops, and I will hunt you down. Um, Jason says, the archers, I don't care, right? I'm going to break your head, head in half, all right? And I'm going to feed it to my chickens. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> We're in that weird period. Uh, if you're not back to work, I guess it's just like life started back to normal, I guess, for you. I don't know what. But um, for me, it's that weird period, you know, in between New Year's and Christmas. That's sort of the no man's land where... You spent all your money, or 
uh, or your or money you do have left, you're waiting to you know splash out on New Year's or not even splash out on New Year's. Maybe get yourself some Pringles and a pizza and uh, watch Jules Holland. I don't know. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a bit of a weird time, isn't it? Because it's sort of anti. It's sort of after all the build up to Christmas, it's like boom, it's done, and then it's sort of like oh, so. No more, oh, it's all just normal again. Celebrations have stopped. Um, and then New Year's for me is always a bit, oh, it's always just a bit disappointing, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> I think this year should be good for me. This New Year's, I'm seeing some friends, so hopefully that'll be good. Maybe it won't be. And if it's not, it's great because it means I have things to talk, tell you about on the show. Yeah. Because if it's good, right, If it's, it has to be either amazing or really shit, right? Because if it's just all right, I've got nothing to tell you, have I? Right? And I need stuff to tell you, because I'm doing this every day. <laughs> I tell you, I'm going to tell you my favourite um, recent books. Um, have I told you this already? If I've told you this already, right, forgive me. But last Boxing Day, I... Uh, so my nephew, my second nephew, um, at the time, he was only... I think he must have been a few months old at the time. Um yeah, a few months old, I reckon, under a year at least. And um, my oh, my love, my brother uh, and his wife, they obviously very tired, you know, and they were just happy to have um, have you know someone else to hold him, right? So they they went off into the other room with the rest of my family, and I and I looked after um, after the 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 baby, um, and they were like, "Are you sure?" And I was like, you know, because I'm going to be a wave and more the fun they're going to be having fun but like, no I want it right because I want it as a quiet so it was boxing day They everyone went to the other room oh it was great right I was sat there on the sofa baby sleeping in my arms right and in the other arm I had in my hand I had a glass of amaretto and uh, I watched Where Eagles Dare it was amazing um, although Where Eagles Dare I don't know if you've seen it it is rather boring uh, <laughs> Until the last 40 minutes. Um, the last 40 minutes is just Clint Eastwood shooting Nazis. Like, more Nazis die at the end of that film than have ever existed. It was just, yeah, it's just like 40 minutes of, um, of Clint Eastwood mowing down Nazis in the castle. It was great. And I had a sleeping baby in my arm. And at that point, I looked at that baby, you know, and I thought about my future and I thought, you know what? I'm not ready to be a dad. But I am definitely ready to be a granddad. Like, I think I'd rather be a granddad than a dad. Right? That is, for me, the peak achievement. And today, you know, I was in full granddad mode, falling asleep in an armchair, um, questioning whether the 29th um, of December 2019, in case I haven't done the date already, doing it again, um, is, it, is it still okay to day drink? Is it still Christmas day drinking or is it just day drinking now? It's a Sunday, isn't it? But I'm still in that mode where I forget what the days are because you you know what the actual because you're just thinking Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, Boxing Day. I have no idea what day this is. Um so yeah, I don't know. Is day drinking okay? I'm not sure. Um So yeah, that's my dream, ladies and gentlemen, is to be a granddad. If anyone has a suggestion on how I can do that, how I can avoid being a tango straight to being a granddad maybe i can wait until i'm like 70 right and then instead of adopting kids maybe i can 
I can like adopt grandkids or like adopt kids who are already like in their forties and have a kid. They don't have a granddad. Maybe I can be like a higher renter granddad. You know, I do it for free. You know, as long as as long as they're decent grandkids. You know, I'm not. <laughs> I do it for free, but I'm not going to do it for any old grandkids. All right. I keep getting all these pop ups for like um, Kickstarter inventions. There's loads now, right? Um, so one recently it was like a sort of um, it was like a, an electronic chess game, but it was it like hooks to an app so you can i don't know do different courses and stuff um like training chess training and stuff but that seems to be every app every like invention now is just like hey you know that thing you used to do what if you can connect it to your ipad that is like every invention on there i realized they've sort of um taken over from like the old place we used to get like inventions in inverted commas you know there's like brochures you get through the post and it'll be stuff like um i don't know like a wine bottle opener that also um gives you a radio four or something like that right well there's weird inventions like um a car mat that also sings uh krista berg songs uh, <laughs> or my favorite you know um you can get those little tokens you can put in a shopping trolley to save you putting a pound coin in. But I remember they were like four quid. So you buy this thing for four quid instead of just having a pound coin and putting it in. And I guess if you, it saves you looking for a pound coin, but instead of buying it, why don't you just make sure you have one pound coin ready to always use in the trolley and save three quid? You could spend that three quid on, um, I don't know, football stickers? What do people spend their money on? Um, drugs? Can you get three pounds worth of drugs? <laughs> do you like a drug dinner? <laughs> I also wonder um, if there's going to be a compare the market um, for drug dealers one day, right? So you just look up and go, oh, heroin. Oh, oh, this guy's, you know, get some competitiveness into it. That, that might be an awful idea. Actually, it is an awful idea. But are those inventions, um, I think a lot of them are as, are as useful as the, as the crappy brochure, you know, the all-in-one pillow and warish cleaning kit that they used to do um except now like they just put some they have a video right with um some library music called something like vaguely inspiring <laughs> yeah just put the uh the track yeah vaguely inspiring put that on there you know it's sort of it's like upbeat but not too upbeat you know it should be part of an album called like music's to do colonoscopies by <laughs> So actually, I had a colonoscopy once, twice actually. Uh, I liked it that much. I'll try anything once, twice if I like it. Uh, Larry Grayson quote for uh, all the eighty-year-olds listening to this. Um, yeah, I had a colonoscopy, and they wheeled me in, um, and they gave me very, very strong, uh, I think, drug, um, opioid-based. I think. Um, I'm not going to name it because I don't want to advertise it, right? And I don't want to promote it. Because um, we like to be culturally and uh, socially responsible here at the um, Cleese Exists family. And uh, I was uh, I was lying there and a drug kicked in. Um, <laughs> and I, oh man, I was out of it. And the weird thing is, right, they were playing Frank Sinatra in the, in the room. <laughs> As I was having it, as a camera was going through my ass, through 
taking a tour of my intestines. They were playing Frank Sinatra, which sounds weird, but when you think about it, these guys, all they do all day is shove cameras up people's asses, right? To point out that's normal. If <laughs> most people who don't, who don't work, you know, don't work in the curling department of the hospital, if, if one day you had to put a camera up someone's ass, it'd probably be, I don't know, it'd be, be of note, wouldn't it? It'd be a special occasion. Maybe Valentine's Day, your wife's finally like, you know what we're going to do? <laughs> it's not just going to be anal. We're going to put a camera on it. No. <laughs> oh, to my mum, if you're listening to this, I apologise for that bit. Um, but yeah, there were blames at Ranch and Archer, and I was so out of my face um, at, the, at the time. I started arguing with them or at least tiring to argue with them being like you know what i think dean martin is better than frank sinatra <laughs> um luckily i think they just ignored me um it wasn't some sort of staunch frank sinatra fan who was like oh yeah 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 just <laughs> starts pulling and pushing the camera really hard just to <laughs> get just because they're pissed off like oh yeah see who from good dean martin is now ow ow Here's a little advice, right? Uh, if you do have a colonoscopy, because I had two, and the first one, they didn't tell me this, right? Fart, okay? Fart. Otherwise, it's really painful. And you're like, why is it so painful? It's because all the trapped air. So just fart. It's great, because they actually encourage you to fart. Just let it all out, and there'll be long, airy. Not really, like, smelly farts. Just really long, air farts. <laughs> a bit like, have you, do you ever have one of those air guns? I don't mean, like, an air rifle. Like, it's like a... I don't know, it looks like a sort of bucket and it sort of sucks in the air and then it fires it out as a sort of hard cloud of air. It's a bit like that, up your bum. How did we get there? Oh yeah, Kickstarter inventions. <laughs> so yeah, the ADHD structure of this show is still going strong. Oh, it's very interesting, Khalees. Like the structure of the show, you know, goes back and forth. Is it like a postmodern meta structure? Is it an adaptation of Shakespeare's five act structure? Uh, no, it's just ADHD. Okay, but yeah, fuck those inventions is what I'm saying. Unless they're really good, okay? <laughs> but the one I saw today was, um, it was like, do your teeth, like clean your teeth in 10 seconds. And it's basically like a, I guess, um, a gum, like a gum shield you wear if like rugby, but with brushes on it. Um, and then outside of it, it's got like a big um, sort of, I don't know, like a loop, like those sort of tribal, you know, those tribal people with the big round things in their mouths. I'm not being culturally insensitive. I'm just not very well uh, informed. And um, I'm not going to bother to look it up properly. But you kind of know what I mean if you've ever been in a doctor's surgery and had to read a 20-year-old copy of uh, the National Geographic. And it's like that. And I think it just, you sort of suck on it. And then, <laughs> and then these little, 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 um, little sort of bristly things sort of you, you activate via an app because that's the thing now it's connect everything to your iPad so you can activate your toothbrush now with your iPad yeah because when did you need that it looked really weird right but I think it kind of looked as if it was some great invention because of the video and the uh, vaguely inspiring music but really that is the sort of thing that would usually be in one of those magazines you know one of those things where people go why have people never thought of this idea before and then you see it and you go oh that's why it's rubbish
um, I saw one of my old uh, school photos, me and my sister, on the fridge. And I noticed I had one of those um, like fake backgrounds that I forgot what you, they used to do at school photos. Um, it was like a fake bookcase. I think that's how you know you went to uh, state school rather than a private school. <laughs> Um, or public school because uh, they probably had real books whereas they, they just had a, a, a picture of some books <laughs> did your school have a library no we had a picture of a library um, and we just read the spines of the picture of the books and that was the closest we got to uh, an education <laughs> um, yeah and they'd have like fake skies and stuff and I wonder yeah if you went to public or uh, private school did you have fake backgrounds as well or did you have like green screens with like did ilm do like do some sort of forest scape in the background of you know, an alien planet um did you have a you know like a fake owl um like we did or did you have like real owls just like kestrels and hawks all over you right with your with your private education yeah <laughs> i actually don't care Oh, going back to Coronation Street, <laughs> ADHD structure. Um, what I noticed is uh, if someone's guilty, you definitely know. Like, <laughs> the most over-the-top guilty acting ever. There was some guy, I had no idea what was going on, I haven't seen it. And there was some guy and he was just sort of like, every word he was like, he was just the most suspicious person ever. And I went to him, um, did he do something by any chance? He was like, oh yeah, he did this. I was like, yeah. You could tell just from that one scene. I wonder if that's intentional. Like, make sure your acting is so over the top that people who've never seen the show before guess what's going on just because you're hitting them so on the nose. Seriously, I watched one scene and my nose was bleeding. That's how on the nose it was. But, you know, God bless those guys. Or not. Who cares? That's my... <laughs> that's how I'm trying to be balanced, right? Is that I'll say something is amazing and then fuck it at the same time. So you can choose which one you want, which one you want yeah? Because we're in that age now where uh, we can all express our opinions, which means we all express opinions and other people go, they're rubbish. And that's all we do now is express our opinions and then argue other people who said shit. So instead, I'm giving you both opinions at the same time. You can choose which one you prefer, all right? All right, let's do my recommendation of the day. Um... I'm going to go for, it's not really one film, okay, it's a series of them, which is the Lone Wolf and Cub series, the first um, six original films. And then afterwards, I think um, we may have done some anime films. Uh, it's from a manga originally, and um, in the 70s, they did a series of six films. Um, uh, I definitely recommend um, watching the second one, but the first one is is not as good. It's like, you need it for the origin. So the first one's called Sword of Vengeance, and then the second one's called Baby Cart of the River Sticks, which is just an awesome um, an awesome title. Because it's sort of like, oh, Baby Cart of the River Sticks. That, that sounds either horrible or amazing. I'm not sure which. Um, what's interesting is a lot of titles, and I guess it's just for the European translation, um, are, although it's um, set in kind of um, historical Japan, um, have Greek influences. I guess that's for the European market because I think the first one, the, is the like translation reads something like um, 
Wolf with child and toe, child and expertise for rent is the first one. Um, and then the baby, and then it's baby cart of the river of Sanzo. So I guess they just, yeah, changed it for Europe to make it sort of a Greek reference, even though it's in Japan. Um, but the sequence, oh man, it's just the imagery is, it's sort of like beautiful, but brutal and simple at the same time. It's because a lot of it's in like these like deserts or woodland landscapes um with like big blue skies and just a sword and some blood if you've been watching the mandalorian um that's taken a lot of inspiration from the series uh so if you like the mandalorian you haven't seen lone wolf and cub um, watch those movies there's a really good criteria collection uh, which i believe is reduced in certain areas at the moment yeah i got it from fop right i'm not going to advertise but i love fop uh probably a few remaining sort of dvd stores blu-ray stores so um, go to FOP if you've still got one I don't think there's many left but if you're in London go to FOP um, it was reduced um, oh it's very good oh it's very oh the restoration oh oh it's hit beautiful and it's about um, um, an ex-executioner for Shogun uh, Shogun's execution he gets framed for a murder he goes on the run with his kid uh, his baby because um, they kill his wife uh, sorry spoiler but it, it you know it's the beginning of the film all right not really a spoiler, it's what starts the film. Whatever, all right, deal with it. Um, <laughs> came out in 1970 or 1972, so you've had 40 years. <laughs> uh, more than that, right? See it. Anyway, it goes on the run uh, and then has to, like, take work, becomes a sort of ronin, um, a sort of samurai for hire, um, while also trying to take revenge. Um, so, and although it's... Um, they're like six separate films. They do feel like chapters. So it definitely has a feel of... Um, of the, Like you can see where The Mandalorian got a lot of its inspiration from, story-wise at least. And then obviously a lot of the imagery is, you know, spaghetti westerns and thing like, things like that. Um, I was going to talk about The Mandalorian, but um, I don't want people to go, oh, spoilers. So what I'm going to do instead is make up what happened in the last episode of Mandalorian, right? So you're about to hear uh, my made-up spoilers. So none of these are true, okay? I like to have just said them, right? But I was worried that you'd be like, oh, no, 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 no spoilers. So what I'm about to say is is all bullshit, okay? <laughs> oh, yeah, all right, are you ready? Ready? Okay. Oh, yeah, oh, man, did you see the last episode? Oh, The Mandalorian. Oh, it was crazy. It was crazy, yeah. Um, who knew? Who knew? that um baby jar jar would turn up yeah um babies of every star wars character turned up it's crazy there was a baby chewbacca uh and he strangled baby jar jar to death um there was a baby darth vader um he was really small um but really big helmet they kept falling over it was very cute it's adorable um but then he was eaten alive uh, by baby um whatever that weird worm monster was from Return of the Jedi. Uh, yeah, you hate him. It's, it's very brutal. They all ate each other and all died at the end, uh, just like Hamlet. Yeah, so that's my review <laughs> of The Mandalorian. I've got to say, and this isn't really a spoiler, what I did actually like about The Mandalorian is they brought back Carl Weathers, yeah? Carl Weathers is back on screen. Ah, oh, he's pretty good for his age. Um... You know, obviously he's not as buff as he was, but he, he looks pretty good. Yeah. Um, 
definitely look, you know, suitable for a kid to play that kind of um, grizzled, uh, older sort of uh, experienced criminal sort of guy that he does in this. Um, yeah. Um, okay, here's one little real spoiler from the last episode. It's not really a spoiler, it's a joke. I'm going to spoil a joke, okay? Which is, there's a bit where they're in some shit and Carl Weathers goes to uh, the Baby Yoda, which you've probably seen all over the internet. So it's not really a spoiler because it's everywhere now. Um, and yes, I know he's not really Yoda, but whatever. Baby Yoda is his name or the child in the show. Um, and he's like, do your magic hand, like do your magic force hand. Uh, <laughs> and the baby just smiles and just waves at him. That's it. He doesn't do anything. <laughs> he just waves. <laughs> which is great because I just feel like that's what like a real baby's do. It just like my, I mean, my nephew came down. He's sort of all he, you can... He doesn't quite understand communication yet, but enough that he can be like, high five, wave, high five and wave. So, I think, you know, realistic, you know, some real realism in Star Wars, which is what we need, okay? Ian Duncan Smith um, got a knighthood, didn't he? Which means he can finally um, go up there with his uh, evil inspirations, Mugabe and Mussolini, who also got knighthoods. So that must be really, you know, if you are sort of, a sinister politician, it must feel quite good to be up there with, you know, like some Agabi or Mussolini, mustn't it? So well done to you, you uh, evil man. <laughs> I've got to go in a minute, right? Because I'm going to go and meet an old friend at the pub and uh, that's going to be fun, hopefully. And I'm going to try and get some stories, you know, some hijinks. Like, you know, I'm going to try and be like the uh, debauched Huckleberry Finn come back with some some tales from the booze it probably won't be that interesting but i'm gonna try i'm gonna try just for you guys um but i'm gonna leave you with this little bit on socks yeah, this is my socks bit um because i was wearing a pair of socks today and my mum bought me some socks for christmas and so i was wearing socks of holes in I was like why why are you wearing those right when i've got you brand new socks without holes and i kind of i don't think so oh soles really matter in socks that much right Maybe I'm wrong, but especially if it's top of the foot, right? Cosmetically, maybe they don't look very nice, but practically, I mean, ah, oh, who cares? Um, little fun fact, apparently Jack Nelson never wears the same pair of socks uh, more than once. Has a new pair every day. Um, I was just wondering if I could, like, buy his secondhand socks so I could, you know, I can wear brand new socks every day apart from they've been worn by one person. That's Jack Nelson. That's my that's my dream. We're gonna have goals for New Year, and that's mine is to get a pair of Jack Nicholson socks. Right. Well, that's it for today. I'll be back tomorrow. Um, this is Kalise exists. Thank you for listening. If you have, um, thank you for sticking with me. Um, I will carry on the Denzel Washington um, system of progress um, over perfection. And uh, look, don't let the bastards guide you down. Let's do this again sometime. Goodbye. Good night. And, uh, yes, goodbye.